Hello again, this is Charlie Belfontaine, and you're listening to the Home Buyers Hour on WCPT AM820. I want to thank everybody for listening in. In the studio with me, we have Patrick Loftus. Patrick, give us a little bit more about you, your firm. Hola. That's a different station, my bad. Um, I am Patrick Loftus. I am a real estate lawyer. Uh, I'm told that since this is on YouTube, I'm supposed to say smash the like button, hit subscribe, <laughs> enable notifications. Please, and that's everyone all good will be stuff. annoyed yeah. by the fact that I said that. Uh, <laughs> you can call or text me 773 632 8330. And then remotely, we have Joey Matthews at the Federal Savings Bank. Joey, give us a little bit about you and your firm, please. Hey, guys, Joey Matthews, NMLS 1330694, representing the frontline team over at the Federal Savings Bank. Uh, world's okayest mortgage dude, right? That's, that's kind of my tagline. Uh, and I love it. At the end of the day, yeah, I mean, mortgages are easy. They're easy. So I'm okay with just being the okayest guy at it. <laughs> You're damn good at it. And um, one of the things that Joey and I worked on together is, and I still have to get those live up on the education site, is doing the mortgage, the MPRs, right? Or what are those called again, Joey? MPRs? Minimum property requirements That's regarding VA is. loans. Thank you very much. Yep. So, which is going to be a great education uh, program for anybody who's interested in FHA, VA, and what those requirements are. Everything we could do to head off any headaches as the transaction is going through, I think is hugely important. But most importantly, our guest in the studio today has been in the real estate business for about 20 years. He is the lead broker of the Cerrone Group, which is part of Inner... Interdome. Interdome, thank you. Interdome. My, yes. my pen wrote out on the M. Interdome Realty. <laughs> um, his group has a five-star rating with over 220 reviews on Zillow, and I think there were 54 on Google, on and Google, I didn't yeah. see anything less than five stars yeah, from God all bless. your past customers. Mm. His name is Greg Cerrone. If I had an applause button here, I would definitely give it to you. <laughs> but if you don't mind, please share about the, the sponsoring broker, your particular group, how big you are, and how people get hold of you. Yeah, thank you. So you could get a hold of me. You could call me or text me anytime, 708-415-6755. Or you could DM me. Just Google me. You'll find me on Instagram, TikTok, like Joey is at, uh, Instagram or Facebook. Just DM me anytime. It's a nice way to always get our our name out there and keep in contact with those that we built that trust with and we maintain those relationships. Joey, what's going on with the mortgages? I know that... uh, there's been a lot of Fed meetings that's been in the news, and they're talking about interest rates, or at least the Fed rates, are going to be the same as what it was in in 2008 um, if they go ahead with this three-quarter. But what's your take on everything, or what's your prediction on what's going to happen? So I think um, – so the, Fed, the Fed's meeting started uh, yesterday, right? And today at 1 p.m., Central time, they will go ahead and announce whether they're going to move forward with the anticipated 0.75% increase on the Fed funds rate or if they may soften and go ahead with a 0.5%. The reason that that's even in question right now is a lot of people believe that over the last several meetings, having been so aggressive with the 0.75, 0.75, 0.75, that the Fed has been over, they've been overly aggressive, right? So we haven't really seen the effects of the Fed funds rate crawl through the economy yet. Um, am I on a little delay here? I think no, I you're doing myself. just fine. Keep going. Okay. So, um, so we'll see if they, they stick to the 0.75 or if they do a half. I would be more, and I don't, I don't want to freak anyone out, man, but I would be more nervous if they did another 0.75 because I do believe it's getting too aggressive. I believe that um, there is going to be an issue with the value of the dollar if they continue doing this. Uh, and this is going outside of mortgages completely, but um, what you start looking at is uh, the valuation of other currencies globally and how it compares to price per barrel of oil and the USD being the main currency that oil is priced on, right? So as the USD gets too expensive, then you start looking at the yuan, the, the Chinese currency, as maybe a new global currency for the global price of oil. So. 
I believe that they need to soften a little bit so they can see what is happening with the economy based on the increases that have been made. I know that inflation came in a little bit hot last month, but it was still a little bit softer than it's been previously, right? So, I was going to say, the uh, charts that I've been looking at show that it went down over the last, I don't know, month or last few weeks. And, and let me just Correct. jump in, uh, Joey. The other thing um, that a strong dollar affects is the, um, the the cost of governments paying their own bonds. So government bonds, yes. when they borrow money, are paid back in U.S. dollars. And so if your local currency is uh, becomes very weak against the U.S. dollar, uh, you will find that these countries are having major problems repaying uh, their sovereign yeah. debt, which uh, obviously isn't good. And if they come yeah, down too hard, I mean, if they raise these prices too fast, and Joey, tell me if I'm right or wrong, if they raise the prices too fast and then it, it's kind of like turning the Titanic, you turn that rudder too far, it's going to be hard to stop it from turning. And then they're going to end up yep. lowering the rates to try and soften the landing of a recession. To try to correct. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it, it's, it's, I'm so sorry. My baby is crying. So I'm going to run <laughs> to another room. Uh, You're doing fine. So the, do, you, do you need us to fill? We, we've got, uh, we've got a lot to say. <laughs> throw, some, throw some filler in there. I'm sorry. Yes, please. Well, we were going to talk about, you know, a little bit of comparisons because a lot of people are worried about the recession that, Maybe happening. You know, I know the federal government wants to bring us on a, a soft landing. But one of the things where Greg is here that we found we have something in common and Patrick is also we have something in common with is that we've all worked through the 2008 yeah. um, recession and where the real estate market turned off like a light switch. And Greg, I, I'd love to get your take on this, you know, try and compare a little bit about today's world and what's different in 2008 what sort of fears and what sort of mm -hmm. maneuvers is that the right word that we could do to protect ourselves yeah you know uh 2008 of course i feel like uh i feel like it was a little different from now uh in 2008 a lot of jobs went away so a lot of people lost their jobs and then they couldn't move the real estate and they panic so that was a that was a big thing they panic and they couldn't and make their mortgages. They couldn't was, pay them. Yeah, they I remember for me the one That's thing right. I remember was the gas prices. They shot up from two dollars a gallon all the way up to four fifty, and they, they did. did that in less than a year. All right, and I yeah. think that shocked the consumer because people still needed to drive and get to work. Absolutely. And they had to cut things out of their life because they had to pay for the gas. Yeah, correct. And then all of a sudden you find the entertainment business is getting cut out and they're losing their jobs. And if your hours travel, are getting cut out, right? Please go. If your hours are getting cut out, you're working, you know, you're making, let's say, you know, three grand a week and then all of a sudden you're making $500. You can't pay your it, mortgage. Oh, no way. And then you, know? you lose your home. So exactly, that could, that could happen. Uh, in these days, you know, our, I think our jobs are pretty, are pretty steady. It's pretty strong right now. Uh, of course, anything could happen, so you got to be caution. So always, you know, you got to buy smart and, and be caution and add up your numbers. What does buying smart mean? Buying smart, if your lender is telling you, hey, you approve, you know, uh, forty percent, fifty percent of that income based on your gross salary, you know, don't, don't, don't over. Forty and fifty percent is pretty high. It and is pretty high. Gross. Not That's net. gross. This is no. it before taxes. That's before taxes. Exactly. Yeah. So some people like over overdo it sometimes, right? I did. Uh, I'm not, I'm it not happens. afraid. Not now, but yeah. when I first bought my first home. But you learn. I, I borrowed as much as I could. Yeah. I, I get it. You know, it was back in, when, I think I bought the first home in 1991. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and I've said it on the show numerous mm -hmm. times. Our interest rate was around 18, 19% yeah. in real estate and, and, Please don't hate me, listeners, but I kind of still laugh at this 7%. I still think it's a great deal because I was <laughs> that guy that paid the 18 19% for the $100,000 mortgage. But I get it. It's still a shock from what we're used to recently. Oh, yeah, and of course. And it's a change. Of course, of course, big time. You know what I mean? Uh, so it, it happens, and, and people sometimes get themselves too much in, in, in debt, right? Okay. These things have, happen to in life. Like, you never know, right? You could have a flat tire or... You're an inspector, and your furnace could break. Right? It happens. Things could it happen. Does. So you have to always have a, you know, a savings account for a rainy day, and, and play safe. We talk about wealth a little bit too, before we went on the air. And the things that I was always taught was, you want to have a strong investment in real estate. 
you want to have uh, other investments such as stocks and bonds. Diversify. And you need to right. have savings. Yes. All right. Yes. You know, we want to yes. keep building all three of those. And that's how one acquires wealth, where it comes with it. And then in buying a home, too. Patrick, help me with this one. You don't just buy a house, do you? I mean, what about the curtains, the paint, the furniture, you know, everything to make that house your home? And I know I'm being a little corny on that, but I'm, I'm serious on it. Yeah. You want to make it your home. Well, you, you, you've got to fill it up, right? Uh, yeah. Having an empty house is not exactly going to be, that's, that's not the dream that you had no. when, uh, when, when you went to buy the house. And, you know, one, one thing I want to make clear is that when we're having this discussion, obviously there's plenty of folks out there who would respond to what we have to say by saying, savings. I got enough money to to pay the bills and and savings investment real estate, um, you know th those are those are dreams for you know someone else and, and and I'm sensitive to that and so you know it's important I think to to be clear that you know, what we're talking about in this specifically is someone who is at that stage of their life that that they would be ready to to purchase a home so yeah I mean you know. Uh, consider ourselves blessed in that sense yeah, that we're, we get to talk about these kinds of things. What do you think but, is smart, though? What percentage do you think, whether you relate it to gross income or you relate it to net income, what percentage do you think somebody should be, you know, making their monthly mortgage payment compared to their income? You know, I, I think I think you got to, you know, it depends what kind of what they buy, too, right? If they're buying a single family home or if they're buying a two flat or they're buying a single family home and they'll say there's a, a little in-law arrangement where they could rent out and make some extra money. Yeah, I think it also- right? it, it But also doesn't that add to your income and that changes your ratios too? That, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Pat. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. If you're buying a single family home, that, that won't add on your uh, ratio. Like okay. it doesn't, because that would be a legal unit, even if it's an in-law arrangement. Because it's single family. Yeah, if it's single family. If you're buying a two flat, then it's a little bit different. Okay. Uh, but either way, so I, I, I think there's not a, there is a certain percentage, like I would maybe look at it like 30% in my, you know. 30% uh, of That's the same number I use. 30% Joey? Okay. And why do you yeah. come up with that, uh, Joey? Why do you think that's a, f a good number to use? So that's, that's, my, that's me. That's just my personal opinion of what should be a comfortable number because people still got to eat. They still got to enjoy their life, right? I can approve someone up to 50% unconventional in a lot of situations. And if someone goes all the way to 50%, they're right. going to hate me. They're going to hate me next year. They're going to so, go paycheck to paycheck. Think, that's why. Exactly. If they're lucky. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One other consideration, and you know, this 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 is really uh, rich people problems. Is it is also a difference between if you make sixty grand a year and six hundred grand a year, um, that oh, percentage yeah. of your income is is going to be a lot more meaningful for the sixty thousand a year than the the other one that that someday maybe I can consider myself. No, I could buy into that. I mean, I never really looked at a budget or anything else like that. And Joey and Greg, Greg, you have a a background or, or a degree I do. actually in finance, yeah, right? I do, yes. And so enjoy as well. I, and I know Patrick's the attorney. I'm going to be the least educated of the group here, <laughs> you know, but I, I got my knowledge and my expertise where it is. But I'm, I'm still, what do you think is, you like if somebody wants to go out to dinner, somebody wants to go to shows at theaters, they want to have a enjoy lifetime, how much money does that, does that take, do you think? And I guess this you know, is for everyone. You know, things add up. You know, everybody is a, have a different lifestyle. So I don't know. I could spend a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know, know if you're going sure. to Gibson or yeah. if you're going to Ellie's, you know, at the breakfast place where we're at, right? All right. So that could be two different there. things. <laughs> we'll be waiting for our free coupons on that one. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so everybody has a different lifestyle. Uh, so it depends. It goes case by case. But I say always, you got to save. You got to save for a rainy day. Don't spend it all. Like some people get like, I meet people like, they're like, oh my God, I got 10 grand in the bank. I need to spend it. I'm like, 10 grand. I'm like, stay no, put. Not. Don't don't spend it. Just yeah. leave it there. Put it in your savings account. Enjoy Transfer having over. that. I, you know? I could spend $10,000 in a month. Yeah, I, I, and that's not I, I bragging. <laughs> All right. That's stupidity I mean, on my part, but I could easily do that. So you're really going to Gibson then to eat. I, I do. You're not telling us something. No, I like to go there. I like theater. I like fancy restaurants. Yeah. We just went to a spa I, for our sixth anniversary with my wife. 
And um, yeah, I'm not even going to tell you how much I spent there. It was uh, at the Lang- Langram? Lingram? Um, downtown across the street from the Trump yeah. Tower. Yeah. Charlie, and, uh, oh, did, did it was wife, stupid. Did your wife enjoy it? She did. And she happy was very right. happy it was about it. worth every penny. A- absolutely. I'm not complaining, and I'm going to do it again next year. You, you know, I just have to work harder to make sure that I can afford how they're going to raise right, their prices. Right. Exactly. That's always my answer. I'll just work harder, honey. Just wa- watch out, though. You know, I'm just Sometimes saying. Sometimes you can't. You're absolutely right. Sometimes we can't. And having that, you know, I call it a reserve. I try to look at what our monthly expenses are, and I try to have about six months in savings, if not more, up to I, a year. I would have a year. I agree. Like, for me personally, I like to have a year of salary saved up. That's my point. I'll tell you the truth. A year yeah. of salary, just in case something happens, my lifestyle doesn't change. Absolutely. You know, because anything could happen. I, I could. I want everyone to realize that not everyone is like these two who of have course. all this money. <laughs> I do not have a year just like sitting around waiting. I would be all right driving Uber. <laughs> no. But then, but then I've, I've been there. But you then know? you go out of your way, right? Maybe you have to work two jobs for a little bit, yeah. right, to accumulate money, right? 100%. You work a first job and then a second job is a Uber a few hours at night. Yeah. You know, to make sure you're comfortable. Got to well, get it done. What's wrong with that? Now you're talking like an entrepreneur, all right? Yeah. You're going to find a goal, and you're going to do what it takes legally. <laughs> you're going to do what it takes to get to the end of that goal yeah. and achieve it. I know we're using the fancy word entrepreneur now, but this is my grandpa taught me that, this stuff. It, it's it's you know, life. It's basic stuff, yeah. you know? It, it absolutely is. It's so. life. And, and we need to, you know, it, you have to take risk in life if you're going to be a business owner or something like that. That's one of the luxuries of going to get a job, right? Yes. You know, the good thing about getting a job and working with somebody else is that the the business and everything else has been established and it could be there. That's true. But you're not in control, all right? But, when that money gets short and then all true. of a sudden it dries up, the owner is going to stay working, Maybe. all right? And that doesn't make them a bad guy. They did the no. risk. They did the investing. They did everything else. It's going to be the worker. Yeah. If I can't pay your salary... I'm going to let you go, all right? That's so, why you might get creative and find a side hustle, right? There it is. Why not? And then, you know, now just we're in going case. Back, just you know, in case. So you could save that money on the side. You know, not to go to Gibson or go <laughs> every night or some other place, but to save it on the side in case of a rainy day or 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 job, you know, or the market is a little bit more tight like right now. No, I got you. But let's get back to the comparison between 08 and now. All right. Do you see a comparison? Do you see safety nets? And this is for anybody. Jump in and help. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm throwing this at Greg, but I know that Patrick and Joey, you could help them out too. Comparison. Like you mean... Uh, there's a lot of fear. There's fear. There's panic. Why? I feel like there's panic. Why? Uh, you know what I mean? It's all everywhere, right? You turn on the TV and they're talking about recession. You go on YouTube, they're talking about recession. Of course, they're trying to get more clicks, everybody, right? And that's a big topic right now. Uh, so everybody, you know, they put the fear. Fear is big. You know, people, fear, sell, fear, fear sells, right? Fear, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what are some of the things that, that you can motivate people to hand over yeah. their money? If you can that's right. alleviate their fear, they will pull out their wallet. All right. I'll buy into that. Yeah. Anger and fear do motivate humans to take action. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. But, but, but I think you shouldn't the, panic. Why? This is I, where I was going. I, I don't think you should panic because even if you compare from 08 when a lot of people were panicking and maybe they could have found a solution and kept the house and not sell it and, and just stick with it, right? Yeah. Uh, they didn't because they panicked. They thought it was the end of the world. And now you look at now, those people actually probably would have even had equity if they wouldn't done nothing. Just pay their bills, find a side hustle, work hard, especially if they were in a fixed product. Joy probably could tell us more than, you know, than me. But. Yeah, I, I see some, some key differences. I mean, of course, the, the fear feels the same. Uh, I remember back 2007, 2008, that fear is not different than the fear I feel now in the sense that it's an emotion that I feel. But I then, in my brain, logically, I say, okay, uh, the job market's strong, very strong. Yes. Um, That's an important thing to come in there. Depression, I think it was 25%. Unemployment, 08, I think was somewhere around in the teens. And now we're, what, three? Right. Yeah. So, so the job market being strong guess. is very encouraging. The other thing that uh, was different from my experience from the 04 to 08 period was the, uh, ex- the tremendous 
growth. I don't want to say appreciation because it didn't reflect real value, in my opinion, at least looking back on it. But the growth in the values of homes was unsustainable, as we see looking back on it. I'm not seeing that, and I'm not seeing uh, a weak job market. Those, in my opinion, are two crucial differences between today and the recession that we all went through uh, in the late uh, knots. Yeah. And I'll, I'll concede a little bit with that. And Joey, chime in on anything that, because you're, you're intimate on this stuff as well. But I these last yeah. two years, I've seen house prices skyrocket. They did. You know, and how does that, I'm not trying they to be did. argumentative. I'm no, just no. trying to figure out, you know, is that going to be something that's going to harm us? Now we have a whole bunch of people with 2% but, mortgages. Okay. And we had a, a two-year surge. Yeah. Please. But let's say let's say it does, right? Let's yeah. say you're looking your value and you paid you overpaid. You think you're overpaid, and now if you're looking on Zillow, you know because people everybody goes on Zillow and checks how much your house is worth, right? Yeah. All the time, it happens. Because it's uh, easy to do. And that's okay. But it's not always accurate. Yeah, it's not always accurate. But you can't again going back to the panic. Like you can't you can't worry about that. If you're buying for the long term and you're going to live there for you know, at least seven years plus, everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you just gotta, you gotta, it's for the long term. You know, if you're buying, like buyers that wanna tell me like, hey, Greg, you know, they bought in 2021, they're like, you know, I gotta move in two years. Then I'm like, you know what, maybe let's hold on. Maybe you gotta, because I don't know how the market's gonna be in a couple of years. But if they told me they're gonna live there mm -hmm. and it's for their family for 10, for the next seven, 10 years, then I'm like, you'll be fine. You know, even if it goes down, don't panic, stay tight. You got a great rate. You're buying for the long term. You know, USA, the economy of USA is around real estate. I bet, you know, they, I bet on real estate and USA economy all day long. So it's just a matter of time. This is just a little bump in the road. Yeah, I think the big difference here is that in 07, 08, people were losing their jobs. That's thus, the key. Thus their source of income. Correct. And you start to circle the wagons. You go, okay, if I default on my mortgage, I've still got 18 to 24 months, at least here in, uh, in Illinois before the sheriff's knocking at my door, and that's assuming I do nothing. Uh, so what's my priority? Put food on the table, keep the utilities on, whatever. Um, that's not what's happening today. What's happening today is people are retaining their jobs, if not Correct. upgrading their jobs or getting raises. Even if you think you're, let's say you bought a house and you think it went down in value 5%, that's not gonna trigger you to default on the mortgage on your primary residence. You're going to keep paying it. You're going, to, you're going to, if not intuitively understand and know that it, the appreciation will come eventually, you will have the thought process that, well, this is the house I live in. This is the sure thing. This is the payment that I committed to make. I can afford it still. I'm going to continue to do so because I need a roof over me and my family's head. Those words give me tremendous peace of mind. Huge. That's Patrick Loftus talking. Patrick, how do they get hold of you? Email me, Patrick at Loftus, spelled L-O-F like Frank, T like Tom, U-S like Sam, dot law. And Greg, give us uh, your contact information. So, yes, my direct number, 708-415-6755. Yes, I noticed on YouTube it was... It was wrong, but sorry, it's Charlie. It's about to be corrected Mr. Charlie, right now. I, I don't want to interrupt it. you. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, there's, or, there's some guy getting yeah. texted right now who's like, who the hell is Greg? Yeah, it's like, what's <laughs> going on, right? It's all but, corrected uh, at the yeah. time. So, but, Joey, how about you? How do they get hold of you? Yes, uh, call or text 630-235-2405 or find me on social media, Joey W. Nice. Matthews on all platforms, but TikTok. Where I am, mortgages are fun. Mortgages are fun on TikTok. I love it. I love this TikTok. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> you and me both. So. I want to see Joy dancing, though. Yeah. I'll yeah. start posting more. Oh. There should be some good dancing videos. Joe, I want to see a dance. I want to see a dance. <laughs> I'll throw one up today. All right, perfect. Um, yeah, not a great visual for radio, but, yeah, that, that just means you got to go to TikTok. Absolutely. Like it. Uh, the name of our company is Chicagoland Home Inspectors. Our phone number is 312-544-9180. And our website is The Home Inspectors. That's plural, O-R-S, and it's a .com. And if anybody is interested in learning more about the home inspection business, the Home Inspection University of Illinois is online as well, and most of our classes are free. And our goal is to increase the knowledge about building conditions for real estate agents, home inspectors, attorneys, 
mortgage people, everybody else out there, because the more you know, the more you're worth. That website is HIUIL.com. Again, that's HIUIL.com. Joey, we were talking about some of the comparisons and especially the stats and the numbers um, going in from 08 to now. Do you feel that this time in, in real estate and finances, do you feel that we are in for a, a punch in the gut like what happened in 08? Or do you think yeah. it's going to be a lot so, softer? Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Like every, here, Here's why everyone's so afraid is because of recency bias in 2008, right? That's the most recent recession. And it was literally caused, I mean, amongst other things, but mostly by incredibly risky lending practices. So adjustable rate mortgages that were qualified at the teaser rate, which is not allowed anymore because of the passage of Dodd-Frank in 2010. Dodd-Frank is our safety net as a protection from that happening again. Can you right? explain what so, that is a little bit? Because I don't know. Absolutely. So mortgages that were written in 2005, 2006, 2004, right? They were, and if they were adjustable rate mortgages, let's say your your teaser rate, the rate that you have for the first three years of the mortgage was at a 4%, right? right? But you had market caps at up to a 5% adjustment. So you're getting qualified at this 4%, but when the teaser rate expires, you can go all the way up to a 9%, and you were never qualified at a 9%. That's where a lot of the defaults happen, along with the unemployment. So you're looking at your mortgage payment doubling. Right. Is that what Along would happen if I get a job. $100,000 mortgage and I was paying 1000 a month or whatever? You're telling me there's a chance at that 5% mark that I'm going to pay $2,000 a month? Is that what I heard? It's not going to be it's not going to be exactly double, but yeah. it's going to be pretty doggone close because your, your rate deal. is literally doubling, over doubling, right? Yeah. Um so that's a huge piece that is just completely been ignored in this. When we, whenever we write adjustable rate mortgages, which are coming back right now, which is fine. Yeah, qualify. what do you think about we those? We have to qualify. I'm okay with it now because we okay. qualify. On, if you're doing a three-year But arm, isn't that risking a little bit? To... I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Isn't that risking a little bit like no. you do a... So the difference, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just trying to get into the difference, right? So yeah. on a three-year arm, right? So the first three years is your, at that teaser rate, okay. right? But okay. we don't qualify at the teaser rate anymore. We qualify at the cap rate on an on a three-year arm. Interesting. Right? Okay. On a five-year arm. Okay, good. So if I know that you qualify at, let's say the, the arm rate right now is at a five, and okay. the cap rate is at a 10, I'm qualifying you at a 10 On the 10, okay. But that means that you yes. can't, if the rates, let's say the rates in three years are 12%, can they, would they have to do 12% or the cap is 10? They're, no, they're, they're at 10. the cap is at 10. Okay, You're that's good. Yep. Okay, I like that. So then yeah. at least you give them heads up versus like, you know, years in 08, where, right? They had negative amortization or these rates that they just yeah. had to take oh, the current. Oh, interest-only payment? Yeah, all kind yeah. of stuff. Joey, do you remember? Okay. Oh, payment option arms? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All, all right, cool. All the great stuff. Cool. Joey, do you remember I the like second loans are... that had a balloon? Oh, the balloon oh, my God. payment? Yep. Oh, yep. my God. See, that was the no, problem, it's, guys. It's, That's a yeah. big, it's a big difference now and from then, you know? A, a consumer with a five-year balloon is just like... Uh, it's huge. It, yeah. you, can't, you can't do that to yourself. On commercial property, you do it, though. A lot of investors do But it's completely different. It's a different kind of buyer. You know they're they're more yeah, savvy. It's different. They yeah, lose, they're more savvy. Yeah. If they lose that office building, no one's on the street. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Their kid is exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Well, that's a huge yeah, I, protection, it, it, though, that I'm hearing, Joey. Yeah. You know, when you go by the caps instead of the lower number, because then when things change, correct. We know the worst case scenario. We're prepared for the worst case yeah. scenario. Is that a fair statement? No, absolutely. And we have to do that to avoid right? a yeah. crash like we, what we saw Correct. in 2008. Because yeah, we never want to see that again. You, yeah. Get that up on TikTok, Joe. TikTok. 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 <laughs> oh, my gosh. TikTok, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, I'll I dance know. while I'm talking about yeah. it. There it is. <laughs> but I always think you, think, I think you always got to think about worst case scenario. That's why I tell a lot of my buyers. You got to think about worst case scenario. Let's say one of you are not working. The rate's going up, yep. something happened. I don't know. I, you know I maybe I'm playing a little bit too caution, but better mm -hmm. safe than sorry. Yeah, great. You know? that, that's how I say. I really, I really like what you have to say here because uh, I, I think a lot of agents look at their role as just trying to help someone find a house, not necessarily yeah. looking at it from a holistic perspective no. where it's like, yes, I want to help you find a house, but I want to also help you essentially 
set your lifestyle for the next however many years. Correct. I, want, I want you to be a happy person. Correct. I don't want to just collect a commission and Correct. see ya. Correct, exactly, exactly. Buying a house could be a, a great thing. You could generate wealth, your family lives there. It could be your liver savings account. Savings, if you do it the right way. If you do it the wrong way, it could be the worst thing. So you don't want to make sure, make it a nightmare, you know? Yeah, that that so, makes you different than most agents, in my opinion. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. But I, I try. I always done that stuff. You got to do it the right way. You know, you got to be real. I, I think big thing is just being real, saying how it is. And, 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 you know, and God bless, I've been doing this now for 20 years. And Yeah. If you dump someone into the wrong house, you're not getting a phone call in five years' time when they're ready to oh, move trust to the me. next yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, and they're not going to refer you anybody either. You know, nope. and, and it is a business any way you look at it. it. Being, a, being a real estate broker in the state of Illinois, it, it, is. it is legitimately a business. Yes. But we don't sell a product. And and I think that's no. the biggest key. And a lot of real estate agents and and Patrick was kind of going in that direction. They think they sell houses when it, when in fact you actually sell yourself, you know, and what yeah. kind of a good human being you are. And and how you and I look at us all, and, and that includes Joey, Patrick, myself. You, I look at all of us as being advisors or educators. Absolutely. In this, and it's our job is to give the clients as much information so they can make an intelligent decision. I agree. How have you shifted with the amount of information and the type of information that you're giving to your clients, or have you shifted between the last couple of years when the sellers had all the power to now things are uh, well we're in the slow season. Yeah. And then there's I, talk about things getting slower. You know, I always kept, you know, I mean, I've been always the same way for many years, right? Uh, from the old crash to, to when the market got hot. I Even buyers when the market was hot. I'm like, you know, be cautious. Make sure, you know, yes, maybe we got to overpay. But if we're overpaying, it's because you're living there 10 years. Or maybe you're overpaying because you know that property is going to be worth more, right? Because, you know, so it, it depends. So, but you always gotta, you gotta look, you know, and now, now, now maybe, maybe you're negotiating more, right? Because you're negotiating more because you can. And you're talking uh, to a buyer or you're talking to a seller or you're talking to both? I mean, both. The same conversation. Same conversation. It's similar. You know, it's different. You know, maybe a seller, maybe, maybe it's depending where they're at, right? If they got to sell because they're going out of state, maybe, okay, let's sell now. You go out of state, it'll be a wash because if you sell a little lower now, maybe you'll find your other house a little lower as well. Yeah. Um, if if they don't have if they're not if they want to just wait a little bit and just hit the market when the when it's prime then maybe we gotta wait a little bit like I'm never in a rush like I told them like hey I got three little kids I'm gonna be doing this for the next twenty years and maybe even more <laughs> so so I'm in a rush so yeah so you gotta take your time with everybody you know yeah I mean um, you know my experience lately is that. Uh, the market is a little bit more even in terms of buyers and sellers leverage. Um, I never like it when a market is tilted too much in favor of either side because that tends to produce uh, unequal results. And people take advantage of other people, and and I don't like it, but yes. that's a a normal human trait as but, much as I dislike it. But it's I, I'm I'm happiest, and and <laughs> hopefully my clients are yeah. when. Either uh, everyone's walking away a little bit miffed, or everyone's walking away happy. It's it's one way or the other. I, I want everyone to be mad or everyone to be happy. I, I don't want one side or the other. It feels like it's equal. Then I'm almost giggling. Yes, I want everyone to be equally upset. I don't like that. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, that's but the I world I live in, man. I, you know, if I, if I didn't, if I couldn't live with uh, some people being upset, I, I'd have to pick a different. Maybe I'll go and uh, yeah. I don't know, grow flowers or something. You try your best, right? You make sure your conscience is clean. You did the, uh, everything you can I, and I do don't, it right. I just, you know, it's uh, one thing that I, I always have to, to uh, keep in mind is that I, I have zero influence over an outcome and I have zero influence over something that happens. The only Good influence point. I have is my uh, response to it. And as long as I am true to the response, then... I've done what what is right. Yeah, I'd like to hear that, Greg. You got a kind of an interesting story. You were born and raised here in the in the United States. Most of your family is in Italy, and and more specifically Sicily, uh, that comes in there. You lived here until you were ten I, years old. Yeah, a little younger. A little younger. So I was born here, then left when I was a kid. 
uh, I think I think I ended up doing fifth grade over the over in Italy. Okay. And, uh, and then I was raised there. I went to college and uh, and then came back to the states to try it out. Did you grow up in the city or the suburbs? Uh, here or in, yeah. uh, here. in Italy? Here, <laughs> here in the, I yeah. was by Hiawatha Park area. Okay. I don't know if you know Hiawatha Park, Dunning area. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I was there. Uh, I grew up around there. I went to Dever uh, School there, elementary school. And then my, you know, we're first generation. My mom always wanted to go back, and we decided to go back. My parents decided to go back, but but no complaints. I got the best of both worlds. I love it. I love both. The, you know, both. So I like to hear that and you're yeah. able to go back and visit them. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I go all the time. I try to try to even take my kids there, so you know, get them into the culture. You're you're a pretty successful man, and you and you do have. Um, I, I don't even know how many people you have working with you. How many people are on your team? Yeah, so my team we have. Uh, I'm a manager. Man, I'm a manager broker of the office as well. Okay. So we're a little boutique. We're about like you know 15 people, some part times, uh, and then full time. Uh, but my team is probably like uh, it's it's me and there's a couple buyer agents and and someone that helps me on the seller side too, uh, so you know. But over the years it, it grew so well. But we're all there to to grow. So it's not only I don't like just say hey team Greg. I want to make sure they grow as individuals and became become great agents too. So I let them like you know advertise, brand themselves, uh, so they could they could do the best and 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 do what you know god bless what i did right and one of the nice so. things about being you know a sponsoring broker and you mentioned managing broker and a lot of people don't understand the yeah. real estate laws in in the state of illinois but we have sponsoring brokers we you do. know which is going to be interdome yes right? correct yes and then we have managing brokers which is going to be you it would be me yes and then we i don't think they call them associate brokers anymore i think it's just broker. it's brokers now that's all. just straight up it's broker. just brokers yeah. and um and when you, in order to get a, come into the real estate business, you know the the bar is low. All right, I'm gonna and since Joey pulled out yeah. one white elephant, I'm gonna get the other. <laughs> All right, the bar is low. I believe that it's around eighty hours of education. One hundred twenty. It, well, it, it, it increased. It, it used to be eighty. Now they're trying to increase There's the bar a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. they, they did one twenty. Yeah, you have to you know sit through 40 extra hours yeah. of youtube videos to, and then click that i'm yeah. still here so, i guess where i'm going where all this stuff is and and don't get me wrong in the home no, inspection no, no, business, worry. it's worse it's yeah. 60 hours yeah i heard schooling. that on uh, on another episode youtube yeah. your youtube episode and it was great info i didn't know i didn't know it was that low for inspectors as well uh, which is why 85 90 you know? but it of, makes sense it does make sense <laughs> but when we look at the amount of people that come and go in the business correct right? correct and i and anytime somebody wants to come into the real estate business i always try to encourage them to find a, a managing broker that has the passion to help people yeah they have the desire to do things right you know they always want to build a relationship with people and learn from them because you're right. not going to learn this stuff in that 120 pre and no. post license it, education you yeah know? actually the 120 uh, license they're just making sure you're ethical and you're following some rules and uh, rules illinois rules everything else you're not going to know nothing no like yeah. like you're starting from scratch like with with lawyers it's so time consuming and expensive uh to get to this state had to get to this it's a lot uh, of work yeah it's it's so, so much so that even if you wanted to leave you couldn't <laughs> all for amazing. you guys yeah, yeah you're, so that's you're the opposite problem <laughs> you're in the deep end of the water both feet yeah. in and yeah there's there's the suction coming in there you can't yeah, get out that's that's why we have the highest rate of alcoholism you gotta you gotta drown it out somehow <laughs> is that <laughs> true be saying congratulations is that made up or is that true yeah it's it's true it's true there's some other stats that we lead that i don't really want to talk about but then well, we won't they're not no, good that's ones all good. <laughs> we're talking about another time another time yeah. but where i was going with all that greg trying to find this stuff out is you know if somebody wanted to come and work for your sponsoring brokers mm -hmm. what are they going to get what's the benefit of somebody coming on board in your group you know that you're going to push what sort yeah. of behavior to help them become successful you know and not a not a number the big thing you know big thing I, I i always want people with you know good heart believe it or not That's I, a big I, thing. I think I'm it's cheesy way. it could be cheesy right could sound yeah. cheesy but it's huge for me they have to care at the end of the day the, yes. I, I think if they do the right thing they work hard and they care the money will come so they got to be patient or if they're too a little bit want to become rich fast, then they're going to be like everybody else, a stat, right? Because every in Illinois, within two years, 85% of brokers are 
they leave the business. Same in our business, in the home Same inspection thing? business. Okay, okay. You know, when I when I look for people, and Joey, plan this, because I'm going to be asking you the same thing. I know you have a team. But we train mm -hmm. home inspectors, which is nice. Yeah. You know, so when we're doing our field yeah. inspections, I get to see how these people interact with other human beings. That's and awesome. And if they care and they yes. show the passion about doing yes. this, I share my passion. Yes. And if we have the same passion to help other humans, I agree. I'm going to recruit them. I honestly don't Me care too. about their knowledge. Same here. I swear I to God. Because they, you could learn give that. Them that experience. Absolutely. And, and you could mm -hmm. learn. Now in these days, you got this device every day. You you know learn every day. You learn your craft. You could learn that. Because in wow. our business, I always say that the three most important words are reputation, reputation, uh, reputation. That's so true. And I agree. Whenever you bring somebody else on board, their reputation becomes my reputation. Absolutely. And just like with you, yes. if you refer attorneys, home inspectors, mortgage brokers, you got to surround yourself with good people. Because you if know? they do a bad job, oh, your reputation absolutely. gets harmed. Don't remember, yeah, I'll be the bad one, of course. And Joey, you take great pride, and, and we're at that mark. Joey, tell us about your company, and then we're going to get into you know what you look for when people come to you. So, Joey, please tell us about the Federal Savings Bank and the okayest mortgage guy. Mortgage dude. Joey Matthews, world's okayest mortgage dude. Dude. Uh, dude. No, I, 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 I run a team. It's called the Frontline Team. Bunch of veterans, uh, cops, firefighters, all it. that good stuff. I personally uh, quit tired after 10 years at uh, Cicero Fire Department. But um, Nice. Yeah, no, does it hurt your ears uh, to hear him say Cicero instead of the way it's like properly supposed to be said? I know exactly, Chicharro, <laughs> Chicharro, <laughs> much better. It's a Chicharro. Chicharro was a. There's a lot Actually, of Italians there. I already learned old, something. That's too cool. You know, my old firehouse just got shot into uh, three days ago. <laughs> oh God! So, oh, good boy. Sorry, nobody got hurt. I heard. Uh, shoot, shoot. Uh, no, it, it went right into the Joker. No one happened to be down there at the time, but they, okay. they came downstairs and they saw a big old bullet hole in the window and the bullet laying on the, the, the ground next to the, the metal door and hit. So good times. Oh, and when Joey yeah. says the Joker, uh. he's talking about the Joker board. And that's in the bay where we keep all the apparatus out there where, you know, basically maps and site plans yeah. of different things so we could plan on going on a call when the alarm comes in. Um, <laughs> Patrick, yeah. please tell us about your group. Uh, my group, group of people is me, me. and uh, I'm just uh, getting, <laughs> I have a, a virtual assistant in Honduras now uh, who uh, Honduras. we're getting on board. Yeah, yeah. habla español. Uh, I don't, but he, he speaks English, wow. so it's good. <laughs> nice. Um, my number is 773-632-8330. Call or text. And you got a website as well. What's that, please? Loftus.law. Loftus Someone law. else got loftuslaw.com, so I had to be creative. <laughs> Sounds good. It. And Greg, yeah. give us more info about you and your company, how they get hold of you. Yeah, Greg Cerrone, 708-415-6755. Uh, look me up. Google me. You'll find me everywhere. You know, I, I try to be the McDonald's of real estate, you know, I try to be out there. So, and DM me, do whatever you like. I'm all over. Yeah, I'm going to argue with you a little bit. Why? You're not McDonald's. Uh, uh, you're Gibson's, right? You're Gibson. I'm Gibson. <laughs> All right. You, you know, I appreciate it. I love you're, it. You're not average. You're you're not filler. You're you're yeah. you're boutique. You're high end. Thank you. I, I McDonald's you more know? in the marketing sense, right? So they do great marketing, you know. But uh, but, but yes, you don't no. Do, I I haven't seen any of your marketing. What sort of marketing do you do? <laughs> I try to be out there, you know. I'm a, try to be a top of mind. I'm online. I'm but lot that's of, social media. A lot of stuff. social media. Also, but we're not spending on billboards, television I, ads, radio. I ads. actually I do have benches. You do. I have benches. I do a lot of mailers. I keep in touch with my people. Uh, send them, you know, a piece of mail, a calendar, a sports calendar, or whatever it is. You know, I looked at your Christmas numbers. Gifts. You do roughly on an average of seven transactions a month. That's not small potatoes. Yeah, no, yeah, God bless. Yeah, no, no complaint. But again, it grew over time. It doesn't happen. Even for the new agents, if they're listening, take your time. Step by step, you'll get there. I used to work two jobs in the beginning. I tell people you to know? focus on the relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all about relationship. Every overnight success it. has about 10 years uh, of of work involved to get there. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I think oh that's an old saying. That's, that's so true. That's Joey, so true. how about you? I'm, I'm sorry I cut you out of there. Tell us how people get hold of you, please. 630-235-2405. You know, I actually, Greg, I, I just, I knew your name sounded familiar. We just had a closing together back in June. We did? And, uh, Which one? 4124 North Spalding. 
Spalding, are you for real? You did a really good job on that one. You're on top of it. Yeah. I gotta say, yeah, I'm sorry. No. I, I gotta give you a compliment. No, that's all good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, wow, that's funny. I'm sorry, I didn't put one and one together either. His name. We gotta look through the charts. No, it was really it was a smooth transaction. We did, everybody was happy, seller, buyer, everybody was good people. So it worked but, out. And that's oh, yeah. that's the that was... point. What I was talking about before, looking for the vendors and the relationships yeah. that are gonna make you look good. Yes, you know, and that's one of the reasons why Joey and Patrick are here, yeah. you know, and Joey, I'm going to toot your horn just a little bit because we've been doing this long enough. You've been, you know, you're a big T-crosser. You're an I-dotter. You're, you demand that, you know, you're going to be the, what's the name of the person who approves everything? The the mortgage underwriters. underwriters. The underwriter, yeah. You do the underwriting yeah. when you go ahead and write the loan. Before submitted. But you know, so that yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and one of the biggest yeah. things I like to hear Huge. you say is how many times that any of your loans did not go through that you wrote, you know, based on any any sort of paperwork. And what's that number Zero. again? I've I've never had a borrower denied if I pre-approved them. Out of how ever, many years? Period. That's pretty awesome. Uh, eight years now. Eight years. That's amazing. So, yeah. And I will concede I would never want to work for you <laughs> because I don't know if I'm <laughs> as good as you could be, but I know you you demand out of everybody else on your frontline team, that they they don't harm that reputation. Is that a fair statement? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, no one on my team's ever had a loan denied after they pre-approved it either. Because I, I go into their files too to make sure that their pre-approval is as solid as they say it is. <laughs> yeah, you double just triple check. Yeah. That's an amazing oh, amount yeah. of work. Well, if and, you can if you can keep the file from going back and forth in underwriting, that's going to be another thing that people yeah. are really going to appreciate because it's it's one or two submissions. That's it. Yeah, and yeah. and then I'm sure Greg, uh, me, we've had experience where it's just like, I know. you know, back and forth, back and forth, and and everybody is just pulling their hair out because it's not yeah. getting done. Yeah, but it's not getting yeah. done usually because there's, well, that was going to be derogatory, and I didn't want to do that, you know. <laughs> but when you find somebody that's good at what they do, they reduce that not getting done. Yeah, and I'm going to do the old teenager quotes here. They're not getting done. They reduce it by quite a bit. Correct. You know when it comes with it. Correct. Um, Joey, what do you what do you look for when somebody wants to come on board? I know you said that it's the frontline team and and you have a lot of yeah. veteran, so the people that were in the military, my, a lot of cops, a lot of firemen. What do you look for? My uh, positive attitude is always like the biggest thing for me because I'm a very positive person. I can't I. I not that I can't handle negativity, but it is something that can destroy a great atmosphere. It's contagious. Right? I have a great atmosphere with my team, and we're all very positive. The other piece is obviously how they interact with people, like you guys have said yourselves. Like The interaction with people is huge. You have to be able to talk to people. You can't be this mortgage robot like, bop, boop, beep, boop, yep, here's your rate, <laughs> here's your term, blah, you know? They don't Be exist. a human being. Be yourself. Right? Yeah. Be good at your job, but be yeah. who you are. Don't follow just um, a script, right? You know what I mean? Be yourself. Exactly. It's Absolutely. so annoying. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, if, you have, <laughs> if you have bad vibes on your team, it just it takes it down into the toilet. What, whatever your baseline is, if you have good vibes, I mean, and, and this is going to sound squishy, and you don't, you're not used to squishy from your lawyer, but good vibes can increase everyone's uh, output and potential yeah. by 10%. Yes. Absolutely. A bad vibe can take it down 30 even worse. Oh my God! Huge. And yeah, at worst, your team should be on an even keel. But Joey, when when you say you want to have a positive atmosphere, you know, I, I call it good vibes. I think we're talking about the same thing, and you, yes. you've really tapped into something that I don't think gets talked about a whole lot. No, that's a good point. You know, for me, it's always empathy and caring for the other person. I guess. And as long as you do that, I find it rewarding. You know, Joey, um, he left the, the fire department a little while ago. I retired four years ago from the wow. village of Northbrook, and I've been in the business for 37 years. And I, I've told this story numerous times. I've done some really cool things in my life. Yeah. I mean, how many people can say they actually delivered babies, let alone five of them? All right. <laughs> wow. I did, you know, and, and that was actually pretty cool. That we pretty pulled cool. people out of buildings that were still alive. All right. 
I we did a wow. chest decompression, cardiac tamponades, you know, cutting people out of cars. But all that stuff, when you look at, you know, people ask me this, Chicago Fire, is that all real? I'm like, yeah, it's real. But everything that happens on one episode was my entire 37-year career, all right? <laughs> which is they don't understand it so much. But when it's... Yeah. Um, when I do a home inspection and we do it right and my client sees that we care about them, they're going to look me in the eye and they're going to say thank you. And yeah. then they're going to shake my hand with the right hand. They're going to hand me a check with the left hand. That is rewarding. That's yeah. the best right? part. That is the best part. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're helping somebody, and that's what we all do. But the, the sad thing goes right back to the low it, bar. You know, yeah. and it, this It's is, not that complicated, right, Mr. Charlie? It is. It's not that yeah. people make it overcomplicated. You just got to do the right thing. It, it is and it you know? isn't. It's complicated if you don't know what you're doing. And I get people that say, oh, my God, how am I going to learn all this stuff in the home inspection business? Well, how did you learn 26 letters in the yeah. alphabet? All right. <laughs> when we were young and we didn't know them, that was the hardest thing in the world. But we yeah. learned it. You can, all right? learn. You can And learn as all long time. as you learn it and you keep that PMA going, then everything else just falls in line. I agree. All yeah. right. So, yeah, I was an expert in, in this field yesterday, but I'm even more of an expert today. And tomorrow I'll be even more of an expert yeah. because of my experience and I'm all, always learning. Yeah. When I was a teenager, I knew everything. There was nothing anybody <laughs> else could teach me and stuff. Oh, that's, that's my daughter now, right I, now. <laughs> and, and I got Henry. He's our producer. You know, Devin took the day off, I guess. And uh, Henry's here helping us out doing the producing of the show, and he's over here nodding his head. Absolutely. <laughs> Teenagers, we all knew everything <laughs> back then. And then the longer we're alive, the, the less we know. So we are running out of time. I do want to go around the horn one more time. Uh, please say hi, Greg. We're going to start with you. Say hi to family, friends. Give a shout-out for the company one more time, please. And thank yeah. you. Greg Cerrone, I want to say hi to everybody, all my friends, family, all the people who support me for many years. Uh, I want to thank also uh, Mr. Charlie uh, to invite me here and to have me as a guest. Also, uh, Counselor Patrick <laughs> with his cool beard. I got to say, I love it. And enjoy. And yeah, enjoy. Now I like him even more because my spalding closed pretty smooth back then. Nice to know. <laughs> He's good. Enjoy. Give us your rundown, please. Yeah, Joey Matthews, 630 235 2405. Find me on social media as Joey W. Matthews or on TikToks. Oranges Sounds are fun. And Patrick, please. Joey here, being true to the three R's reputation. Uh, reputation, reputation, <laughs> reputation. That's what it's all about. Uh, you can call me or text me, 773 632 8330. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Maya Lubimaya. And I believe she's watching right now. <laughs> and we'll see if the, she'll throw another like on there for us because we we are on the YouTube channel. And, and please do a search, subscribe, alert, do all that stuff. Patrick, thanks for bringing that up in the past before. And she did just throw us another like. <laughs> so thank you so much for doing that. Again, my name is Charlie Belfontaine. And I own Chicagoland Home Inspectors. Our website is www.thehome.com inspectors that's plural it's an ors and it's a dot com and then again if you're interested in learning more about real estate or the home inspection business and this is open to every single real estate agent home inspector mortgage person attorney out there the more you know the more you're worth that's at www.hiuil so that stands for home inspection university of illinois and that's a dot com I want to thank everybody for listening. And again, a special thank you to Henry for making us all sound good. You've been listening to the Home Buyers Hour on WCPTAM820. And this is Charlie, and I'm out. Ciao.